For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good morning. How you be? It's Monday. How was your weekend? It was great. Yeah? I didn't do a damn thing. That's the kind of weekend you want to have. I enjoy not doing a damn thing on the weekends. That's what weekends are for. And I was very good at it this weekend. <laughs> you, was, you have I was a, exceptional at doing nothing. You have your PhD and... I got a, I got standards on how I do nothing, you know, and I, I don't fall below those standards. I, I take doing nothing very, very seriously. It's an art form. Yes. It's a kind of art form. It sure is, isn't it? <laughs> how are you? I'm fantastic. It's Monday. I feel yeah. great. I'm ready for another week. Yes. Um, I loved every time I opened up my email this weekend, getting more ERCOT warnings oh, that the God. power is going to go out. Yes. But they got better at it. As the, I, I know that we came out on Thursday. I know you talked about it on Friday. Yeah. But they, they got better at it as the weekend went on because, you know, what, what came out Thursday and what you talked about Friday was the windmills. There's no wind. So so the windmills aren't working because there's yeah, no wind. Yeah, they sort of need that wind thing to make them work. You yeah, know? yeah, and, and when it's cold, they don't need them frozen up like what happened two and a half years right, ago either. Right. right, But no, on Friday, they added solar to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we don't have any solar either. <clears throat> and when I saw that, I walked outside, Sean, and I looked up in the sky, and this big orange thing that was really hot. It, it kind of happens every dawn you know it's just uh, this yeah. big hot yellow thing that reflects off the solar panels yes. pops up in the sky it was staring right back at me and i'm holding in my hand the message from ERCOT saying there's no solar generation either and i'm thinking all right somebody's uh bull crapping somebody <laughs> I, I just a smidge <laughs> no the sun's racist trey and it, uh you know re- predominantly hispanic here and the sun don't shine on hispanics and black people so we we were at, we were low on solar, you know, uh, this weekend <laughs> because wind. of our waste and wind. Ron needs to get out there and up to the blades and go. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we we are as we talk about all the time, sitting on top of a ton of natural gas. Besides natural gas, we're sitting on top of the largest oil reserve on planet Earth. All yes. the dinosaurs died in Texas. That's the ultimate in recycling. <laughs> That's it. We could know? gas the world, man. <laughs> and we ain't got enough solar. Right. And instead of saying we are going to go back and we're going to use what we have, right, yeah. which is drill, baby, drill, pull that out of the ground and use it so that you don't have to sit in a hot, dark house and not cook a meal because that's what they're telling you to do. Right. So you don't have to do that. Uh, we're we're going to go back and you know get the natural gas out of the ground, get the oil out of the ground, and we're going to make sure you have all the power that you need. No, instead of that, we're going to do more of what doesn't work. You flat earther. <laughs> you just don't care about mama earth, that's all. Yep. You want your precious AC and your precious electricity to cook your precious food. But what about the earth, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. I hate everything. <laughs> I just hate it all, man. They're trying to force this crap on people, and then, and then uh, you know, we, I guess it's our fault for being so greedy with our energy uh, consumption that we deserve to sit in the dark and fry our asses off in August. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. In, in a nutshell. Yeah. And it's because there's not enough wind to turn the windmills. Right. Apparently not enough sun to operate the solar panels, although right. we're having full sun days. Yeah, it was pretty every sunny uh, every day. 
So, you know. It's ludicrous. It's it ludicrous. Is. Well, and I, I think, you know, that's right. It's it's the absurdity of everything. You know, everything is absurd. Nothing is. It's not nothing. Whether you're talking about energy or the immigration, the open border, or the economy, or this trans crap, everything is just so stinking weird, Trey. And that's what I can't stand. They're expecting us to believe absurdity. We didn't have enough solar energy. Well, how is that? <laughs> right. How is this? Yeah. You know, but that's what we're telling you, so you better believe it. Well, what they'll tell us is, well, there's not. We, we're making solar power because the sun's out, but we don't have any place to store it. We, we're not storing it. It's, it's probably, I'm, I'm just guessing. Right, right. But that's oh, probably what they would tell you. Is we don't, you know, yeah. The batteries aren't big enough to store it, and so you're sucking it down, and we're not making enough to replace it. Well, then drill a hole in the ground and get some stuff out the hole. Drill a hole, baby. <laughs> it ain't that deep, man. It ain't that complex. Go down there. We don't ever have to live in a blackout man oh. come on dude oh they, they came absurd. out this morning in in england they told uh, the brits over in england they need to you, you need to change your behavior of course and you need to heat your home during the day this winter but do not heat it at night yes it's too much you're killing the earth well, wait a stop making so much bloody tea <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> let's think this through real quick don't heat your home during the day right. i mean i mean heat your home during the day don't heat it at night when is the sun out? When is it warmer? Well, during the day, Correct. I suspect. And when is it cooler or colder during the winter? I may be crazy, but I'm thinking at night when the sun <laughs> is on the other side of the planet. So heat your home during the day when it's warmer. Do not heat it at night when it's colder. That's what they're telling us. Well, Brent. this is why they lost the Revolutionary War. That's, you know, that's really, that's because of that kind of thinking. So anyway, yeah. I, I'm sick of it all. No. <laughs> I'm in a prickly mood today what's the matter i'm just in a bad mood Why? Not, no not in a bad mood because of anything just i, I get tired of just hearing the same bullcrap over and over again from yeah. these people yeah whatever it may be yeah racism trannies solar panels all of it i'm tired of the bullcrap yeah. <laughs> just so no bullcrap zone I, for I, sean I, I am i am saturated with bullcrap <laughs> living in this world right now i'm so. sorry no it's okay you're not full of crap oh. so it's fine just giving you the news. Just I know what these people are doing. I know you are. I'm sorry. You're doing your job. <laughs> it's okay. It's not your fault if it upsets me. It's okay. <laughs> well, you can you can throw something at me. You want to throw this topic out here at me? Oh well, I this is uh, I guess I can get into this real quick. Uh, uh, we have two iconic rock and rollers who are, are being canceled because of their views on trannies and gender. First, Carlos Santana has a concert in uh, New Jersey, Atlantic City, and he starts going off about how God made you the way he made you, and, uh, you know, you may think you're somebody else later on, but, you know, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. People got upset at Carlos freaking Santana, but then Carlos freaking Santana, who has, as far as I could tell, no need nor reason to do it, apologized <sighs> in a really barfy, rambling apology that I just can't even look at anymore. But then he deleted it. So, I, you know, make up your mind, dude. You're Carlos Santana. <laughs> what are you worried about making the rent? You know what I mean? If you lose your gig, you'll be all right. And then we have Alice Cooper. I heard, heard you talking about this. Alice Cooper, who I guess has been a spokesman for vampire makeup, right. vampire cosmetics. Signed to deal with them. Goth crap. Yeah, you know, it's for right. vampire chicks. I look around his eyes. Right, the mascara yeah. and the gothy crap. Yeah. And uh, he's been with them for a while. And uh, I, he came out in an interview saying that your genitals pretty much determine your <gasps> oh. your gender. And this is just a fad. It's just people trying to be cool. 
and yeah, people are getting damaged, you know, and abused. And uh, well, a dr- the goth makeup line dropped him. Yeah. Hey, vampire, you probably need Alice Cooper more than <laughs> yeah, he needs just, you. I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> oh, what a stand. Who are uh, you without him? Well, I'll just go with Maybelline, <laughs> so don't right. worry about it. I will. Holy crap! Somebody else will scoop him up, and he's gonna make a you know a, you know what ton of money with somebody else. Well, so. we just you know, at, at on Carlos, it's like we need to stop apologizing. Well, I told you about the the head coach of of UT, <laughs> yeah. Sarkeesian. <laughs> Steve, Obviously a racist. His name is Steve Sarkeesian, and his motto for this year is embrace the hate. They're leaving the Big 12. Everybody hates UT for leaving the Big 12 because the Big 12 is not going to be squat. So everybody's throwing all this hate toward UT, and he's like, our motto this year is we're embracing the hate. You know, we're going to just soak it up and get after right. it. Well, that's not what embrace hate means in, in America in 2023. That means you're a white supremacist. Of course. You hate black people. Yes. And so that's what people are saying to him online is, you know, you hate black people. You're a, you're, you're a racist. You're a white supremacist. And I just challenged my listeners this morning, go on Google and look up his wife. His wife a black check? Oh, is she ever? (laughs) (laughs) She is so freaking gorgeous. She is so freaking beautiful. Uh, Unbelievably gorgeous, but she is black. Well, he's a sucky racist. He's not very good at it. Wow. But see, that goes to show you. Maybe she's a token wife just to throw everybody off. Nobody had. Am I the only one who thought to look that up? No. Well, yeah, you probably are, actually. Because everybody else just ran to cancel the dude, right? Because he's a white supremacist. Look at his life. You, I'm sorry, if you're a white supremacist, you're not marrying her. It's not happening. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you're not. So. Well, I didn't know she was black, you know. <laughs> oh, she was just a dark-skinned white chick. You can just file that in the absurdity file. Well, yeah, and it, that's all what I'm it. saying. It's all. First off, the word hate is so overused and so diluted at this point. And secondly, okay, with the UT guy, uh, I, we went through this with the with Neftali De Leon, the, uh, the the poem a few weeks ago that got him fired as poet laureate. And somebody asked me, he says, "Would you read the poem?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's all about context." If you look at this guy from UT, obviously the context is the hatred he's facing from leaving this thing, the big whatever yeah, the thing big is. Well, yeah, and and, and uh, just like with the poem, it contextually. Yeah. It, you you have to look at the context to understand the meaning and the usage of the word, but the the the, the you know the the woke crowd don't care. About no, they don't context. care. They don't care, and they don't care about reality and the no. truth. And they don't care about the truth. That's the that's the deal. The truth is gone, and so they'll call him a racist and a white. And I have no reason to defend this guy. I could care less. I'm right, not, a, I'm not right. a big UT fan. Whatever, whatever. I don't care about that. But what I do care about is the truth, right? Yeah. And so you're calling this guy. A black hater, a white supremacist, a guy who doesn't like black people, a guy KKK. They're calling him all these names, and I'm like, look at his wife. <laughs> Just check her out. All right, quick break. More <laughs> wearing Rima coming up for you. Hess Fitness Equipment is the right place to pick up the right fitness equipment for you so you can work out in the comfort and safety of your own home, which I highly recommend. Look, as we all get older and we all age a little bit and all that kind of stuff, right, it's about balance. It's, it's not about looking fantastic and having gigantic muscles. You know what? It's about being in shape, right, so the heart and the lungs are in good shape, but also having enough muscular tone on your body so you're not falling down. It's a 
number one killer of people as they age is balance issues and they fall. So to help prevent that, what you want to do is go see my friends at Hest. Tell them that's your goal is to work on your balance issues and make sure that you're going to be set for life, right? They have the best price guarantee. They've been doing this since 1981, so nobody has more experience. It's where I buy my stuff, and I know you're going to love these guys too. Look better, feel better, and do more with Hess Fitness Equipment at 281 and Thousand Oaks. Hot and sunny today and 99. Right now it's 78 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a new trouble spot. 721 with Warren Rhyme. A quick reminder from ERCOT. We're, we don't have enough wind. We don't have enough sun. So <laughs> sit in a hot, dark house and don't cook dinner today. So there you go. Get some Japanese fans, some hand fans, <laughs> and just fan each other down. That's don't all eat, you gotta, don't, cook don't eat anything. Can't, that, can't cook. Can't cook because that's killing the earth as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, we also, I uh, heard you talking about the sheriff there in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, we got a guy who, a young guy, 21-year-old kid, lives with his parents, is a, obviously apparently a, an actual racist. Yeah. Goes into a what, Dollar General uh, and just starts shooting people, kills three people, a, a woman and a man, and two men, I believe. Yeah. But the sheriff, I, I saw the press conference on, uh, was it yesterday, I believe, Sunday? Maybe Saturday, I don't remember. Not Sunday, I guess. And, and he uh, yeah, condemned him for because I guess he, he – excellent point that this guy left behind a manifesto of some point, of some kind. Of, we all know it was all about hating black people. Right. And a tranny weirdo uh, killed a bunch of elementary school kids uh, last year, and we still, still have no idea what their manifesto said. But point being, the sheriff laid it down and said the gun ain't the problem. Mm -hmm. The gun can't jump up and do something. We have the recording. we have to do something about the uh, the psychology of the person who who uh, who owns the gun because mm -hmm. he purchases he purchases weapons legally I believe mm -hmm. yeah and uh, the sheriff laid it down man and he's also a black guy yeah yeah the sheriff's black and we'll go ahead and run the sound but I I uh, what what I said this morning was uh, uh, first of all if you kill or hurt somebody because of their skin color you are lower you're, you're not a human you 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 are an evil person. To do something like that, and allegedly is what they did. You know, this this was a racist act. Well, racism actually is just stupid. It really yeah. is. It really stupid is. So ideology. if that's what you do, yeah. then then you're just evil. Uh, but second of all, yeah, I mean, uh, his manifesto was posted immediately. One from a couple of weeks ago, posted immediately. We still haven't seen the manifesto out of Nashville. Tranny goes in, and we were told by the sheriff up there it would be so inflammatory against the transgender community. <laughs> That we can't put this manifesto out. We're going right. to bury it. And so, you still don't know her motive. No. Why she killed a bunch of kids. No, that's no. the point. And the FBI is where evidence goes to die. So here's. <laughs> These days, yeah, it's the evidence graveyard. <laughs> that's right. So here's the sheriff from Jacksonville. These people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now and I lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's the problem. The problem is the individual. So I do that every day. I wear my gun in here every day, and I take it off while I sit here because I'm moving around so much. I can still get to it. I can see it. It has never once shot you or anybody else sitting here on this counter. His point is well made. The other point is there's 330, approximately 330 million guns in the hands of law-abiding legal gun owners in America, some four trillion rounds of ammo in the hands of law-abiding legal gun owners in America. Right. 
if law-abiding legal gun owners in America were the problem, I think you would know that now. I think we'd have more issues in places <laughs> other than liberal cities like Chicago where 14 people got shot between Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it, it's such a ridiculous argument. And you know what? As far as the manifestos, here's what, here's what the dealio is. It doesn't really matter why somebody walks into a Dollar General and starts blowing people away doesn't really matter why somebody walks into an elementary school and does that. The act is sufficient enough. You know, it, it really doesn't matter. You, th- there's, there's cracked psychology involved in somebody for whom that would come up as an option. And he's right, because he kept mentioning mental health and, you know, people are just freaking nuts and filled with rage. And, and you could, we could sift through their reasons from here until the end of eternity and it wouldn't matter. Why does that come up as an option? It comes up as an option, I guess, because it is an option, because people do it. So, I, you know, this guy was motivated by race. You know, the tranny was motivated by gender. We could assume the person was motivated by gender because they already said we can't show it to you because it will be too harmful to to trans people. You know, I I Who cares what their freaking motives are? Right. Well, but but see, I I look at this, too, and I'm I'm one of these, you know, logical, look at the the facts and the, uh, the logic of it and the timeline. A lot of this crap started when Barack Obama decided he was going to divide America. And believe you me, the crap that divides us right now, you can trace directly back to him and his presidency. Up until that time, sure, you had some one-offs every now and then. You certainly didn't have it the way you have it now. He believes in poking the bear. It is part of his philosophy. It is part of his credo for life. Talk about Barack Obama. Oh, sure. And what he does is he separates us on every single issue, whether it's the white-black issue, whether it's the tranny-non-tranny issue. I don't care what the issue is. His, his concentrated effort is about separating Americans. And that's why you have a lot of this crap go on, is because you have very mentally unstable individuals on both sides who think, well, this is, this is the way to deal with it. This is how I handle this situation. But if you want to point fingers, go right back to the man who started dividing us back when he was president the first time. Well, there, there were two primary issues that he, that he did work at that on, and one was economics, like, oh, these evil rich people, and oh, it's all because of these evil rich people. And race. Oh, it's these typical white folks. It's these uh, evil white guys grabbing their Jesus and their guns. So, yeah, I mean, for a guy who had an extraordinary historical opportunity to bring people together as the first black president, baby, he went in the opposite direction. And you're right. The trans thing falls right in line with that idea of us versus them. And Obama, yeah, he kicked he kickstarted that stuff for eight years. Which is, again, why you ended up with a President Donald Trump. Right. Exactly People are right. sick of it, That's man. exactly right. And I, and I keep waiting for now people who are sick and tired, and we're going to talk in the next half hour about your rights being taken away because more of your rights were taken away this weekend. And I keep waiting for people to, you know, the pendulum to swing back on that and people to say, hell no, you're not taking any more of my rights away. We'll talk about that when we come back. I'll tell you about our friends over at BG Products. Uh, I don't know what you drive. I don't know if it's a big car or a small truck or vice versa or whatever, diesel or gasoline. I highly, highly, highly recommend BG Products. It's not something you buy off the shelf and put in yourself. Whenever you have your oil changed, 
just wherever you go. You don't have to go to any special shop. 99% of the shops around here have BG products, and if they don't, they can get it to them in a, in a hurry so that you can have the BG service done. The MOA inside the engine is maximum lubrication. The 44K cleans every bit of the fuel system, so you're saving money. I just heard from a granddaughter who said, I didn't know gas was this expensive. <laughs> Welcome to life, right? Yeah. Well, if you're dealing with a high cost of gas and filling up your vehicle, make sure you're doing the BG service whenever you have your oil changed. BG, find a shop.com. Are you struggling to beat the heat in your sweltering home? We are called Wear and Lima, and we do this Monday through Friday, 7 to 9, KTSA. Thanks for listening. So you ready for some more obnoxious crap that's going to piss you off? <laughs> Lay it on me, man. Are you ready? Lay it on me. It's Monday. Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. This came out over the weekend. We're all going back into masks. Oh, God. Not me. <laughs> oh. Not me. So here's the deal. In uh, Kentucky, they've shut down a lot of school districts. Right. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, Northside, hey, go back to school today. Congratulations. Y'all have a great year. 120,000 students in Northside. Rock on. Uh, it was just a side note. So uh, in Texas, we had last week Rungi School District shut down last week because they had some COVID. I understand there's some COVID at Southwest Texas State and San Marcos right now, and people yeah. are freaking out up there. You're starting to see more and more masks if you go to the HEB. I have noticed that. Yeah. I am seeing more masks. Yeah, people yeah. are putting a mask back on when you go out shopping. You're seeing people doing that. So now Joe Biden is talking about uh, he, he wrote a bill. Sure he did. He wrote a bill. <laughs> sure he did. He can't write his own name. <laughs> so it's a request to Congress for billions of dollars for a new vax that he is going to mandate that all Americans take his new vax. Mm. And I'm thinking, we had a discussion about this this morning. How does he mandate that you take it, right? He, Unless he's a dictator, he really can't. Well, here, here's... Here's a couple of ways. First of all, they can go through employers like they did last time. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's connected with the government at all, you have to get a vax or you can't do your business with the government. If you're an employee of, of a place or whatever that works with the government, you have to get a vax, blah, blah, blah. They did that last time. Yeah. Airline pilots, so on. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's the first thing. I truly believe, and we'll see. Only time will tell if I'm right or wrong, but I truly believe that they're going to make you carry a card, a government-issued card, by the way, that cannot be counterfeited. And in order to go into an HEB or store of any kind, just like you do when you walk into Costco or Sam's, you have to show your membership card, show your VAX card. You can shop here. When you check out, they'll scan your VAX card, make sure you're VAXed. The reason I say that, Sean, is because with our travel company, we had to travel during COVID. There, was, right, there right. were places we had to go. And we had to show the paper card from the doctor that showed we'd gotten the jab right. in order to get on the plane, in order to get to the, this, that, and the other. We had to show it as proof that we had been vaxxed. That's the only way I think, I think, that they're going to be able to control the entire population is by saying if you want to buy or sell, you have to prove well, that you were vaxxed. They did that in New York, remember? Uh, it was a big to-do when they laid that gauntlet down in New York, and suddenly people couldn't go into restaurants, they couldn't go to gyms, they couldn't go anywhere, and the, the, the majority of the folks who couldn't do that stuff were black people uh, who tend to have a greater, you know, who, who tend to be the ones who say, I don't want that damn vax. So I, I don't know if they're, I mean, it's about 20% up, I think, the overall cases, and uh, everybody is saying it's not nearly as strong as what the original was. So I think it'd be really hard-pressed to do the whole national ID thing. I, I don't know. They may try. They have an election to cheat, you know? <laughs> and if you want to ask yourself about the timing of this, 
Well, what do we have coming no, up? No, it's all about that. It already worked the, the last time. They they were successful. Yep. But I ain't doing nothing, Trey. I laid it down on Friday. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't wearing no damn masks. I ain't getting no damn vax. I ain't getting no more shots. If my happy ass has to sit at home <laughs> for as long as that takes, I will. I'm yep. not going through this crap again. I'm just not. Well, what they uh, – yeah, right. And, and here in Texas, we passed a law in the last legislative session that says we will not mandate masks and we right. will not mandate vaxes in Texas. And so if Joe Biden wants to do it, Joe Biden will go to hell. Yeah. Uh, that's, we're, we're not going to do it here in Texas. We're going to exercise our Tenth Amendment right to be a sovereign state at that point. <laughs> right. And, and we're going to tell Washington to screw off. We're not doing it. We're not going to do it. I think a Forget lot. Of, I think there's a lot. There's. I mean, the Stooges are always going to do what they're told. But I think there's a there's a whole lot of people after what we went through the the first time yeah. who are not going to comply with this if, if they actually try to take it in that direction. Well, you know, it, we and our own government has put out reports. We talked about the CDC before. They've already come out and said the masks and the efficacy where it was negligible. It really didn't do anything. And yet there's Biden talking about masks and mandatory vaccines. Right, right. They're, it's, they're just trying to cheat an, ele- cheat an election. That's all it is. I have a friend who's uh, texting me right now as we speak. He said his wife had it last week. He just tested positive this morning. Feels like a cold, which is exactly yeah. what the doctors uh, have all said last week. They all said this new variant feels like a cold. But see, when you have a power psychosis, it's all about exercising power over other people, which is what this is about. He also announced over the weekend two other critical things. So one of them is your ceiling fan uses too much power. So what you have to do now is take that one down right, and go to the store and buy one that's going to cost about six times as much as that one cost right? because of the new Biden rules he's putting into ceiling fans. Right. So between your ceiling fan and your stove and your car and your water heater, your clothes washer, your dishwashers, your air conditioners, your refrigerators, they're controlling everything. And now, I didn't know that we had an alcohol czar, but we do. Oh, I, I, I didn't really read about this, but I heard about this. Yeah. What is this? His name is George Koob. George Koob. Like boob with Koob, with a K. <laughs> George Koob. He's the United States alcohol czar. Who knew? Who knew? And he said he's reviewing the amount of alcohol that you'll be allowed to consume. You'll be allowed to consume. (laughs) In a week. And he's thinking that we're going to go the way of Canada, and you will be limited to two beers a week. Two beers They're doing that in Canada? That's what he said. That's what this guy said. I've seen Canadians drink a whole lot more than two Molsons at a sitting. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Wow. Uh, uh, So it's, it's it's your ceiling fan. It's the amount of beer you can consume. It's the kind of car you can drive, the kind of stove you can cook on, the kind of water heater that you have, the kind of dishwasher you have. On and on it goes. All the stuff that they are now issuing these new rules and controls over. And finally, you have to get the vax if you want to stay in America. 330 million people have to get the vax. It's just total and complete control over every aspect of your life. That's all it is. Well, I, I think uh, this time, I think they're really underestimating how I hope so. pissed off and frustrated people I are. So. You look at that way people reacted to the mugshot last week. It, it, this, is, this is not two years ago. Right. This is not three years ago. It's a whole different situation. And, and I think you're right. I think it's all about normalizing being instructed. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're pretty much guiding the flow of consumerism to the products you want people to buy, and you're going to demand they buy. And now we can talk about contracts and backdoor deals and all that crap for people who own, I guess, ceiling fan companies or what have you. That's right. 
But I think overall, it's like the tranny crap. They're trying to normalize, hey, whatever we tell you, you do. I think that's ultimately the game. Because you know what? Once they get everybody uh, under heel, then they don't, they don't have to worry about these pesky elections anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, then it doesn't matter. Somebody else just texted me. All the kids who went to Texas A&M fish camp came home with COVID. They were down for one day. Max, yeah, it's, it's day, a Max. much weaker strain. So, right. so they're going to be hard-pressed, I think, to push people into that life. You, you just mentioned something a second ago. Remember all the LLCs? Yeah. All I have to do is just wonder if Joe Biden is going to Congress requesting billions of dollars for new vaccines, and you'll be forced to take that vaccine. I wonder if any of those LLCs are getting cash from the vaccine companies. Oh, I think maybe a smidge. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's uh, uh, Biden's LLCs or maybe Fauci's yeah. uh, still getting a cut somehow, or, right. or any man, all manner of people who would be involved in that bureaucracy. Yep. He mentioned the three big Pfizer and Moderna, you know, in the articles I was reading about this. Uh, you know, I guess they uh, they need to up their uh, bottom line a bit, but I, I, ain't, I ain't doing it. No, me either. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing nothing. I'm that guy. <laughs> You're going to go I home and now, sit at I home. Now, when I, I tell you what, last week did it for me. Now, I, before I was, remember last week I'll say, well, if I have to go someplace you and did. wear a mask. You did say nah, that. I, I, I threw that down the toilet. You, what you said was, and I was thinking about that this morning, you said if I have to go to the doctor's office, I'm going to put a mask on and go to the doctor's I'm not even going to go to the doctor. If, if that's uh, what they require, yeah. w- w- I'll do my doctor right here on the phone. No, I'm, I yeah. will not go in. I will not see them face-to-face. I don't care. We're not going to do it. I, I told the story again this morning, Sean, how I had three procedures. You were out a lot yeah, during COVID, yeah. too, because you had all your internal stuff. I had three procedures done, and my right. wife couldn't even be there to hold my hand. Right, right. She couldn't even come in there while they were, you know, oh, I before have the any visitors. My right. wife would come in in a hazmat suit for 40 minutes it's a day. Stupid. You know, stupid. yeah. Right. So, so we're not doing that. I ain't doing any of it. No. <laughs> Where and Rhyme are unified. We're not doing the bull crap no, this no, time no. out. I'm just Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'll Absolutely. stay home. I'll stay home and not go anywhere. Right. <laughs> stay home, do the show at home. <laughs> That's right. And not go anywhere, not worry about it. I, yeah. I can't believe they're amping this up again. They sure are. You know? They, they really are going about it, man. On Twitter X, you can, you can see all these stories and pictures and everything of people taking pictures now of people out in their masks. Once nah. again, kiddos in schools running around with masks. Everybody, everybody's getting this stuff again, but everybody is reporting that it feels like a cold, a little head cold. Yes. I bet it is. I bet it's that's true. about the election, man. Of they got to cheat the election. Got to do that mail in balloting. Everything is about the election right now, I che- believe. Cheat by mail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mail in ballots are the easiest way to cheat it's been proven you got that right all right quick break more where rima coming up at quarter moon plumbing and ac that's where you're going to get outstanding service for your plumbing or ac right if you've got a plumbing problem it it's a headache there's no doubt about that but it does not have to be a day ruiner for you it doesn't have to ruin your day because quarter moon will get right out there to you and whatever the problem is i promise you they can fix it whether it's the main line out near the street and you got a soggy front yard or it's just a drip, drip, drip in the bathroom that's making you nuts. Let me tell you something. They can get right out and they can fix all that. They've got trucks that are fully stocked. They've got great plumbers on staff. And speaking of great people on staff, don't forget about their AC division as well, the guys who take care of your coolness and make sure that your coolness remains all summer long. They're here at Quarter Moon to make sure they're on top of it for you. So if you ever have a problem, you can just log on to their website. They'll get a truck out to you, a great AC tech. You'll be cool in no time. You'll, you'll remain Mr. Miss Cool with your friends at Quarter Moon. That's QuarterMoonPlumbing.com. For the highest quality hardwood flooring, tile, carpet, lamp. 071. And now for a break from the bull crap, it's the days. It's <laughs> the holidays we celebrate. It's the 28th of August. Summer's almost over. 
Uh, it's National Bow Tie Day. <laughs> Where's Arnie? Unless it's pasta, I can't abide by bow ties. Mm, yeah. I think people. I think dudes who wear bow ties are just trying to be fancy. <laughs> well, that was Arnie. Well, Arnie did, but I remember Tucker Carlson for years wore a uh, a he bow did. tie. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. There was another guy that uh, was a was a famous commentator. Uh, yeah, wore the bow tie. I can't. Was it George Will? No. George Will used to wear one every now and again. Did he? Um, yeah, he did. He, he he might have. You're talking about the guy on the piano. Was his name Mark? Um... No, I mean, uh, uh, it was like a news guy. Yeah, you're talking about the. I know who you're talking about. The uh, guy who used to play the piano, the political songs. He'd be on PBS all the time back in the day. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Anyway, bow ties are silly looking. They're just silly looking. Mark Russell. Mark Russell. Yes. I don't do ties in general, but bow ties, they're just wrong. That's all he ever wore. I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and he's got bow ties on <laughs> every picture. They're just wrong, man. <laughs> uh, it's International Read Comics in Public Day. Okay. So come out of the shadows and read your Spider-Man comics uh, in front of everybody. But Spider-Man is really a man that's a woman, right? He's now what? dressed in drag or something? Spider-Man? Yeah, I think. No, I think Superman's gay. Oh, okay. I think say it's Superboy. I think Superboy is gay now. They transitioned one of them. I can't remember which one. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's Red Wine Day, which doesn't really affect me anymore. <laughs> you like red wine, Trey? You used think to. the red wine? Yeah, I sure. Love red, I used to love red wine, with, man. You, uh, yeah, man, with a good steak. Good steak. Yeah. A big bottle of red wine, mm, man. It's good. No more. Yep. And finally, it's Radio Commercials Day. We love radio commercials. <laughs> Because that gives us something to do on payday. <laughs> we love radio commercials. We need more radio commercials. <laughs> so I don't know what you're supposed to do on radio commercials day. Listen to commercials all day. Turn us down and turn the commercials up, I guess, to yeah. celebrate that crap. Do you have, in the history of time, do you have a favorite radio commercial of all time? Not really, but I did one. I remember I did one for about, let's see, 24. Four years ago, I did a commercial. I voiced a commercial for a head shop in Ocean City, Maryland, that sold pipes and bongs and stuff. You couldn't call them that. And that audio, that commercial ran for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they tried to get me to cut it, recut it a a couple of years ago, and I wasn't able to. Yeah. But, you know, I guess that would be my favorite. (sighs) You? Been there? Yeah, yeah, I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, And it resonates in my mind because I go back to when the old jingles used to play. Oh, yeah. yeah, Commercials and all that stuff. But the old McDonald's, two Albie patties, special sauce, lettuce, <laughs> cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun, and the whole 60 seconds, that's all they did. They had a guy right. say it, a girl say it, they had a boy say it, they had a man say it, they had a woman say it, they had, right. you know, all these people of different origins say it in, in several different ways. And it, it, to this day, I can tell you that two Albie patties, special sauce, lettuce, <laughs> cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun, I know it in my head. They drilled it in my head. Radio advertising works like nothing else. Well, it, it does, and especially when you come up with a catchy line or a catchy jingle. You can even come up with something that's really ridiculous, but if it catches in people's minds, that's all that matters. That's it. You know, so uh, rock on with the radio commercials. I Listen, that's why I do this. I've been doing this for 50 years. I believe that they help businesses. I, help, oh, yeah. I believe they help businesses grow. More than television, you can't take television with you in, in most cases. And in most cases, when the television commercial comes on, people do something else. They flip the channel. or right. they, they just get involved doing something. They don't pay any attention to television commercials. Same thing with online. You're waiting for the skip ad down in the right-hand corner to come up so you can skip the ad on, <laughs> online. Right. But radio commercials? It's intimate. It's us. It's one-on-one. We're telling you what works. We're telling you about the people that we've met that work, roofing your house, or right. putting AC in or whatever, and it works. 
So if you'd like to get some radio commercials on the air, call our sales department. That's right. Ask for Morgan Harrison. Absolutely. She'll get you hooked up, man. You can go online, KTSA.com. There's a way to get that's that. Right. Get it right there. Absolutely. I don't mind telling people that's what we do. Sure. I really do. don't mind. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what we do, man. That's all we got. Uh, that, that's it I, for the I, day. Just something I wanted to mention real quick. This is kind of a cool story uh, in Rowlett, Texas, uh, where a, a woman was working uh, at a taco uh, restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, small one, uh, and a woman came in, got some nachos by herself, and she left a $2,000 tip for the waitress. How sweet it is. And I guess this person had done this before at another local restaurant. I love that. And they want to find out who, who she is. They put it up on social media. Uh, and uh, uh, the the owners of the restaurant have said we don't share tips, so that two thousand is going for your waitress. Wonderful. She would just like to thank you personally. You know, we, we, we I do get fed up with all the bull crap that we have to wage sure. for every day, and it's a lot of it's very dark and depressing and weird. And so when somebody does something like this, it's just really cool. It's it is nice great. to hear, man. Yeah, it sure is. Renews your faith in humanity. Yeah. Uh, I I believe in tipping, and that's awesome. If, oh, you, yeah. if you're in a position to be able to do something like that, or most people are not, but if you're in a position to do something a little extra special for the for the servers, I think that's wonderful. Well, on two thousand bucks, is yeah. it changes somebody's whole world if they're a server? Their life, you know what I mean. Their life is different. You know, you got a whole new reality for at least a month there or two months to get caught right. up on stuff. So God bless you, whoever yeah. you are. Well done. More where and rhyme coming up. KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve. Well, it's still Monday. It is. <laughs> I thought we'd moved on from that. No, it's still <laughs> Monday, man. So today is the day. 120,000 kiddos. Go back oh, to yeah. 130 campuses in San Antonio. It's going to be a big difference in the traffic pattern today. Yeah. You know, this is Northside goes back today. Yeah. They're the biggest around here, and this means traffic patterns and wake up and go to bedtimes are all changing and, and everything. So yeah, yeah. it's that time of year. Um a new member of the Texas State Board of Education by the name of Stacy Childs. Now, mm-hmm. she taught fifth grade for the longest time and then right. got onto the Texas uh, Board of, of Education. Uh, she says there's a lot of pressure on public school teachers to make sure that students achieve certain standards. Well, yes, obviously. Now, to have a vibrant America going forward, we need a number of things. Right. Probably at the top of the list would be a good border. You know, yeah, if you're going to have a country, probably, yeah, job number one. Yeah, and an economy that's strong, that's built on well, you know, a strong economy in this country was always built on oil and yeah. gas and all of that. Gave us our independence and gave us our prosperity for hundreds of years right. here. And so you you got to have that. You got to have a strong economy. You got to have a border, and you got to have a population that can freaking read. Okay, <laughs> read. So she was on this panel they had for the Texas Education Board, and she said, I was amazed, but teaching fifth grade, how many kids get to fifth grade and they can't read a word? Not one word. So they were talking about this during the panel thing, and she said, oh, no. Check this out. This is a quote from her. A lot of teachers under the pressure will do whatever they have to to get a high rating and move on. In other words, just kid can't read, Johnny can't read, but pass him up anyway yeah. because I got to get my high rating. I got to move on. I got a rating based on whether or not Johnny can read. So I say Johnny can read even though Johnny can't read. She went on to say, I absolutely have met some of my former students even now as an attorney, my clients, 
17, 18, 19 years old, and they cannot read. God. So when you look at that, I mean, we talk about all the bull crap going on in the world. We talk about Joe Biden wanting to take your CNN fan away and stick a needle in your arm and all these other things that they're trying to do from a governmental perspective. But it, none of that's going to matter. None of that matters if we don't have an educated force in America yeah. that can read. You have to read. You have to know how, and you have to be able to do it. And they got kids now 20 years old have no idea how to read. Well, the national rates are abysmal. I mean, especially when you get into the urban areas. I mean, it's it's, it's they're 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 not at, at any level they're not at proficiency whether it's reading or math. But you know that the the education the Department of uh, Department of Education has really been kind of weaponized as well uh against uh, the American people because what do you need a steady supply of? If you really do want to create a big state and start ordering people around and telling them what to do, you need people who can't freaking read. You need people who can't think for themselves. You need people without any critical thinking skills. I was talking about this on Friday. You are raising a generation that is going to be dependent on the state because they can't read. Correct. I think one of the worst things that ever happened to education in this country, apart from the education department itself, was a standardized testing crap because a lot of times they're just trying to get the numbers they don't whether the kid is actually able to read or not is irrelevant. Doesn't matter. And we're graduating people. I used to say functionally illiterate. They're absolutely illiterate at this point. Yeah, one hundred percent. You but, know, and if you can't read, you can't think. You can't do anything. Well, you're not going to survive. You're not going. Well, you'll survive, but you'll have to live a life of servitude to a certain extent. Yeah, let me, let me put it this way. You're not going to survive and thrive. No. In uh-uh. a country without people that are surviving and thriving, without people who are th- thriving, the country doesn't thrive. Right. And that's part of the plan, right? we got to dumb down Americans so that they become sure. wards of the state. If you're f- illiterate, whether it's functionally or just totally illiterate, if you're illiterate, then you are a ward of the state. You're going to be turning to the state. And that's what they want. That's what this. Yeah, well, that's what these these political leaders want in this country, and we got to push back against that. Well, Ramaswamy's the only one out there talking about doing away with the education department, which I think it would be a good start. Yeah, great start. Yeah, what a sin to commit against young people. It really is to allow them to enter the world and they can't freaking read, especially in the United States of America. You know, and uh, they've been about it for a couple of gener- for a few yeah. generations now. Right. I mean, these are the people that say they shouldn't have to take tests because it's upsetting for them and, uh, you know, exams are bad. Grades themselves are bad because they make people feel bad or less than. Well, how less than are they going to feel when they're 40 freaking years of age and somebody else has to read their job application for them? Right. You know, I mean, you are. You're creating. Look, look at it this way. You're creating people who can't think for themselves, who can't read, who would be ultimately dependent on other people. Simultaneously, many of the jobs that people who can't read would uh, would occupy are being replaced by what? By kiosks sure. and AI, AI and computers. Right. So really, you're 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 screwing <laughs> over an entire generation of people who will not be just sort of dependent on the state. 100%. They'll be absolutely dependent on the state. Well, and and this is how banana republics work. If you read up on banana republics and see how they actually operate, you have a handful of people at the top that yeah. have all the money, all the power, right? And they're called the elites, and this is true of any banana republic. And then you've got no middle class. There's nothing in the middle, and then you've got the really, really poor 
They're the worker bees that do nothing but work and make money to send to the elites. That's how it works well, in a banana that, republic. And that's what they're trying to yeah. set up here. You've got to take people who who could read, but you've got to destroy that to to bring them down so that you have a whole bunch of worker bees that's going to be feeding the elites. It's all set up. It's what they've been working on for years, and they're accomplishing their goal. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing, doing a bang-up job of it. I, You know, Saturday my wife was working on, working on some college stuff, so I sat and watched – the 1984 Richard Burton version of, of, of the movie, of the book 1984. I hadn't seen it in a while. It came out, and they actually put it out in 1984, a film version of the, of the book. And it's scary how close it is. <laughs> We're here. It really is. You can kind of see it all lining up. There's this famous scene where they're sitting in a cafeteria, you know, where they go and eat. And uh, they're, they're all talking about how great it is that we've destroyed several words. The new dictionary's coming out. It's only this thin. Less to think about. Yeah, that's right. Less words. Is, illiteracy is celebrated in that world as something freeing. That if you can't read and if you have fewer words to have to occupy your mind, life is so much easier for you. Right, right, right. And we're there. <laughs> we are. And we, we are really there. Are. Yep. Um, I want to address an email I just got from a guy named Tom, a listener. Tom. He yes. heard us talking about COVID last hour. Mm. Heard us talking about how doctors have said that COVID is basically a cold. That I have received a number of text messages and emails right. from people who recently have had it, who have said that. And so Tom is taking me to the woodshed, going to land the wood to me okay, because of that, for saying that COVID, you know, we don't need mandates. I don't believe in mandates. I don't think we ought to have mandates. He said, I love you like a brother. been listening to your dad and you since the 60s, but do you realize that one of your listeners may die for not getting vaccinated because of what you say? Do you really want that on your conscience? You seem to gloss over the facts and seem to be afraid to hear what someone who didn't get their medical degree from Google has to say. Thank you, Tom. Well, Tom, let me say this. I'm going to make this perfectly clear. So listen, I'm only going to say it one time. I've said it so many times before. You do you. If you want to wear a mask and you want to get a shot, then wear a mask and get a shot. All I was referring to what the doctors, and these are not like right-wing conservatives out there on the Twitter sphere, the X sphere that are just dumbasses. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about real doctors who are there in the, in the real world dealing with this. They say this strain is acting and has the right. symptoms of, of, of a cold. Do people still get it and get really sick? Yes. That's an individual thing. Your makeup, your immune system, your genes, all that stuff comes into play. But, Tom, if you listen to me, and I want you to listen to me, if you don't hear anything else I, I ever say on the radio, it's about independent freedom, individual freedom. I never want a government that's big enough to tell me I have to take a shot and force me to take a shot through economic means or any other way. I do not want to live in that world. I do not want to live in that country. Same is true with masks. Man, if you want to wear 27 masks, God bless you. God bless you. Go right. get 27 masks. Get, get, make your arm look like a pin cushion. Go out there and get as many shots as you want. What I stand firmly against, Tom, and anybody else who wants to question me on this, are government mandates saying you will do this right. or you can't do that. Screw that. I won't live in a country like that. 
Well, I mean, I, and all we're saying, and I've said the same thing, is I'm not going to do it. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I had the vaccine. I got it in the damn hospital. So I'm not taking it. I'm not taking any more needle. I'm not getting any more shots. I'm not going to wear the mask. That's me. You do whatever you want to do, man. No right. one's telling anybody not to do anything. Do what you, you want to do. Make up your own mind. But you know what? Actually use your own freaking mind and take in all the information and at least make an educated decision. Don't, for the love of God, put on a mask or get a shot because some feeble old a-hole in the White House tells you to or anybody else. Figure it out on your own. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Make an educated decision. Yeah. Don't just do it because the guy at MSNBC tells you to do it. Well, I'm Think just, for yourself. I'm sick and tired with the idea of, well, it's going to be on your head if somebody gets oh, COVID and dies. Oh, I screw that. that. You know. It's not going to be my fault. Uh, you yeah. do what you feel like you want to do, but I do not want a government that's so big that it's going to force us through economic purposes or whatever. And that was the uh, Tom, if you paid attention to the discussion, that's what the discussion was, is that these mandates and Joe Biden right. saying he will force you to take a shot. No, he will not. Well, show me where all that stuff worked. It didn't. <laughs> you know, I mentioned where this morning. The social distancing and the masking and the vax. Where did it work? Millions of people died around the planet. That didn't exactly seem like a working solution to me. Not to mention all the mental health fallout from shutting kids up in their homes when they're supposed to be in school and, and people getting fired left and right. Tell me that stuff worked. It didn't. No. It did not work at all. And, you know, it, I, I almost sent this video to, uh, uh, to, to Jimmy so we could play it on the air. And if I come across it again, I will. But I came across this video over the weekend, and it was uh, a, a compilation. And it started with Fauci. It went to Biden. It right. went to all that <laughs> All that crew that was pushing this stuff, yeah. right, your mask and the vax, and it would have them say in this video, hey, I took the vax. If you take the vax, you will not get COVID, and then immediately goes to Fauci. I just tested positive for COVID this morning. <laughs> Same thing with Biden. Biden going, if you take the vax, you're not going to get COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, am uh, here to inform you that this morning I tested positive for COVID. And it went through all of them. Right, Walensky, right. that whole crew that was telling you, if you get the vax, you're not going to get COVID, and then announcing they had taken the vax and gotten COVID. Look, that's up to you guys. As I always say about everything in this life, you do you as long as you're not hurting anybody else. You do you. But, whether you want a vax or not, whether you want a mask or not, is none of my damn business. And you know what? It's none of Joe Biden's business either. But here's where they take it, and you know what the counterargument is. Well, you may be fine by yourself, but you may give it to somebody, and you're killing people by not wearing your mask. Remember all that crap? Sure. Whoa, Jesus would wear a mask. Sure. Remember that crap? Sure. So, well, you know, again, you're dealing with people who, the people who are wearing the mask and who are going through all that nonsense, whatever they told them to do, no matter how many times Fauci and the rest of them were seen in public gatherings without their damn masks or going to the salon or hanging out in really pricey French restaurants, didn't matter. As long as the right people were telling them, they did everything they said without any concern whatsoever uh, for the validity of the claims. Or for the hypocrisy of the people telling them to do it. So, no, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going through that crap again. That Look, crap ruined my life, What man. we went through for two years was nothing more than control. It was right. all about control. And everything else that they're attempting to do right now, from your ceiling fans to how many beers you can drink a oh, week, yeah. is all about control. Right. And let me tell you something. That's what this COVID thing is. Is COVID real? Do people get sick? Yes. But that has to be an individual decision, just like any other individual health decision that you make in your right. life. 
I do not want a government that's going to be so big that's going to tell you you have to be this, that, or the other to prevent this, that, or the other from happening to you. No, it's none of the, it's none of the government's business. Get out of my life. Well, again, Fix the border. And you know what? None of these COVID restrictions until you close the border. I'll well, make a deal with you. No COVID restrictions until you close the stinking border. Well, it kind of invalidates their argument about the masks or the vaccines when they're letting tens of thousands of people every freaking day into this country and not checking them at all. Right, right. Why do you think we have TB all of a sudden in America? You know, uh, so uh, whatever. You know, I, I don't feel responsible for people listening to this show and making up their own minds about something because I've, I don't think either one of us have ever told anybody to do anything. In the history of this gig, you've never done it separately. I've never done it separately. Oh. You do whatever you want to do, but exactly. I'm not doing it. Right. I ain't playing along with this crap anymore. No well, way. Joe Biden, and we got a break. Okay, sorry. B- Biden welded the gates at the border open <laughs> right. last week. Right. Welded them right. open so nobody could, could close the gates. So, hey, you want to stick a needle in every American's arm, 330 million Americans, you want to stick a needle in every American's arm while you welded the gates open down south? Right. Who are you crapping? No. You, no, it's not it's, me. It, it, no, it's, it's bull crap, man. <laughs> All right, quick break. I saw my friend Wes Bunch the other day from Bridgehead IT. You know, they are a full-service IT company. Everything you could want for your business and your business's IT under one roof right there at Bridgehead IT. They do it all. Now, a lot of people ask about cybersecurity all the time, and that's very important, having somebody watching your business constantly to making sure that you don't get attacked with cybersecurity threats. They do that. But, you know, everything else under the sun is under one roof at Bridgehead IT. Uh, More and more businesses throughout the state of Texas trust Bridgehead IT every day to take on their IT means and really help CEOs keep their job if you own a business or you're running a business the folks over at bridgehead it can help you keep your job by doing so much keeping you out of the weeds if you're in the weeds of it that's not where your head is supposed to be right so they free you up to do what you're supposed to do and that is run that company log on to their website and find out more about their outstanding it services for business throughout texas bridgeheadit.com hot and sunny at 99 today right now it's 80 at ktsa Good morning, your commute. 1071. 825, where Rima, KTSA. Did you see Elon is getting sued? SpaceX is getting sued by the Department of Justice? Because apparently he doesn't hire any illegal aliens. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, people that aren't supposed to be here. They're called migrants now. <laughs> if you notice that crap, they're all mi- They're just migrating. They're like <laughs> geese. They just migrate. And uh, and uh, we saw this on Friday. He's being sued. SpaceX is being sued because he hired 10,000 well, American citizens oh, to no. work for him. Uh, and then Elon, being Elon, uh, retweets uh, an ad for the Department of Justice. If you'd like to go work for them, yeah. apparently you have to be a legal citizen or yeah. at least uh, legally able to work in this country. Right. So Elon said maybe they should sue themselves. <laughs> I mean, can you at least check your facts a little bit more before you start rolling out the attorneys? Nobody does man? anymore. No, they don't. And they're going to sue him. You know why? Because they don't like him. That's Trey. correct. They just don't like him. They want him out of the business. They loved him when he made the electric cars, and everybody thought he was the electric car guy. But then he uh, they started talking smack about Trump. Then he started buying Twitter. That was it. And now they hate his guts, man. They turned on him the day he paid $44 billion for Twitter and fu- ca- 
canned. Yes. I mean, summarily just went through that place and canned all those left-wing yes, Democrats. And that's when they decided, we don't like you anymore. You're a bad guy. Many of the people he canned were former employees of the federal government right. and of the Department of Justice and Homeland Security and all that crap. And, and for years, Twitter carried the water for the left. And right. they, they were the propaganda outlet for the left, just like ABC is. Twitter did that, too. And Elon fired all of them. So, no, the government wants to shut him down. They want him gone. What if Elon ran for president someday? Oh, I think he will. <laughs> Thoughts just popped into my head. No, man. I think it'll happen. What if Elon did? That'd be interesting. Somebody's go- what's going to happen is somebody's going to recruit him. Maybe he won't start his own campaign, but somebody's going to recruit him I, and try to put him up to it. I Watch. thought he was South African. Well, well, is he a naturalized citizen? Or? <laughs> so Obama's Kenyan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, We've already had a Kenyan president. <laughs> what do you want, perfection? <laughs> do you want Can't have everything, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I just he He's one of those guys, one of those rare individuals that just don't care. He's like the honey badger. You can't do nothing nah. to him, man. Nope. <laughs> so go ahead and sue me. I'm sure he's worried about that Elon's one. Elon's going to do Elon. shivering in his boots over getting sued by the federal government. Hey, uh, Joe, he can outspend you. That's right. Good luck. <laughs> all right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. You know, over at Window World, they got some fantastic, uh, all, all the way through 2025, some fantastic financing available, like 0% interest rates and stuff like that when you do an exterior remodeling with your friends over at Window World. And they do it all, man, from windows to siding and doors and everything in between. You get fantastic service. You get an outstanding product. You got people who are here and have been here since the 1940s to back up the work that they do for you. And so you've got everything in your direction. Plus, they do so much of it, they they charge less, they hold their prices down, so you end up to the good. And I can tell you right now, having gone through another summer of having window or windows in our home, I am so glad we did that. We made that change and put their windows in our house because the heat's been outside all summer long, the cool air staying inside, and I love that about Window World Windows. Why don't you find out more? Talk to my friend Martin Bamba and his team at Window World. They'll treat you right every time. WindowWorldTX.com. Whether you're in need of a new HVAC system or just want to keep your current one. What's that? Telling your smart device to play KTSA. Hey, Alexa! Can you, Alexa, play KTSA? Oh, yeah, you really upset a few people now. Alexa, (laughs) Alexa, louder. Louder, Alexa, louder. Alexa, louder. (laughs) Don't play Selena. There you go. (laughs) Alexa, louder. Alexa, louder. Uh, Alexa, louder. You're going to get some emails now. New poll. Yes. 77% of Americans say that Joe Biden is an old fart. (laughs) <laughs> he's an old fart that was he the is. question that was the question is he an old that was the actual question no 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 no, no. it should be <laughs> that, that's legit though right. right is joe biden an old fart yes he is says he's too old for a second term 77 percent of americans but here's the interesting part of this poll 70 percent of democrats say he's too old for a second term 70 percent of democrats right and that's why they're not having a legitimate primary on the democrat side is because 70 percent of democrats don't want him to be the president for a second term 70 percent so what are they gonna do man they're what just are they gonna do locking down the world they're locking down trump in courtrooms they're locking you down with the covids again they're locking everything down over the next six to eight to twelve months while we go through the election process Nobody gets to debate Joe Biden. Nobody gets to do anything. They lock everybody down. They lock you up. 
The whole thing is locked up. But are they going to shuffle him off at some point and bring somebody else in? I still, I still think he's not going to be the nominee. Uh, and and th- with numbers like this, I don't really think he's going to be the nominee at all. I think, and I think we can't under you know overstate how much damage he did to himself in Maui. I mean, that was about as bad as he can get as far as his public appearances. Horrible. And the way he responds to stuff. And, again, now he's just not answering stuff. They were, they were trying to ask him yesterday about Jacksonville. He didn't say anything. Well, just kept look, walking. Look at this. Um, for the past 23 of 27 days, he's been on vacation. 23 out of 27. 23 out of 27 guess, days. Guess what he's doing starting Thursday of this week? Going back on vacation. Going back to the beach. Well, he needs some Joe time. You know, I, I, so maybe, I don't they, think he's maybe, maybe they just cheat so stinking bad that they get his ass back in office and then they shuffle him off and bring in Kamala or Michelle or whoever the else. Well, Gavin Newsom, I don't know. Now, they could do that because here's how that'll work. If they get him reelected and, and he serves for two years, right? replace him with Kamala, she could serve for a total of 10 years. Right, right. She could. That's right. So think about that. I don't want to. I know. I'd rather not think about that. All right, let me give you a little bit better thing to think about then. Vivek Ramaswamy is proposing, proposed over the weekend, making Election Day a national holiday. I'm for it. Yeah, sure. I'm Why for not? it. Because the complaints that you hear right now is, well, I can't go get there before I go to work, and by the time I get off in the evening, the polls are closed, so I can't vote. Okay, we're going to take that objection away. Now, you're still going to have a certain number of people that even if it's a national holiday, they're well, not going to go vote. people work on national holidays. Sure. It's largely government workers. I mean, we'll work. Yeah, we, yeah it's we'll largely government workers that get out of that. But uh, bottom line is Teachers. It, it removes that excuse of I can't go vote because I'm working. No, you can go vote because it's a national holiday holiday well how right? did people manage to vote when they were working 14 hours a day down at the steel mill right right, right <laughs> 50 right, right. years ago so he's also talking about single day voting so no more of this crapola of you know go go vote two weeks ahead of time or a month ahead of time or vote by mail because a couple of things number one democrats have a great machine it taking ballots and taking them to the drop-off box. Oh, yeah. They do that much better than Republicans. I'm talking about legitimate oh, yeah, ballots. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. The, the ballots that they cheat on, they, they have a great system on doing that as well. <laughs> right? Yes, they do. So he's talking about going with paper ballots and government-issued voter ID. All of those proposals, I think, are good proposals. They'll never pass because politicians love to cheat the system the way it's set up right now. Well, that's the swamp. I mean, that's the that's the that's how the swamp operates, you know. So the, the mail-in ballots, you can do a thirty-second Google search on mail-in ballots, and you will see enough history there uh, and enough uh, elections recorded where they say the number one way to cheat an election in America are mail-in ballots. Uh, so they're about it, you know. I I I mean, Ramaswamy's got a lot of smart ideas. He's not going to be president, maybe someday but he's he's not certainly not going to be president now but he is reflecting a lot of stuff that a lot of people are thinking because you know what it ain't just republicans that don't like biden it ain't just republicans that don't like what's going on right now right the loudest voices on the liberal left are the only ones that get any camera time right but don't tell me there's not a whole bunch of democrats who themselves might be military vets who are looking at the crap going on right now saying, This ain't the way it's supposed to be. No, no. And in fact, I've said it before, you know, Joe Biden and that whole crew and everything they're about, Hunter, uh, DOJ, Merrick Garland, all of them, they represent everything a good liberal should hate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They're against everything they stand for. Uh, One final thing uh, before we break, and that is um, 
back when the tobacco settlement happened for the billions of dollars, and, yeah. and they're still paying on that, by the way. I, I, I know attorneys that still get a really fat check every quarter on the tobacco lawsuits. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I said at that time, uh, I think that's uh, I think that's misinformed. I think that's unfounded because smoking is a choice. Tobacco yes, use is. Is, is a choice. Yes, right? it is. It's a, it's a tough habit to break. It's a tough one to kick, but it's still a ch- at the end of the day, it's a choice that people choose to pick up a cigarette or put dip in their mouth. I used to do dip. I used to dip for for a long time, and I don't anymore. I quit about twenty years ago, but it's still a choice at the end of the day. So the government decided there's a whole crap ton of, of money available there in the tobacco industry, so they sued the tobacco industry right, and got right. billions of dollars in a settlement. They're working on trying to do the same thing about guns right now. They want to sue Kimber and Sig and, uh, and Smith and & Wesson and Colt. They want to sue all these gun manufacturers for the shootings that happen in America because it's the gun manufacturer's fault sure. that some jerk took a gun and killed somebody. Now the Chicago mayor is suing Kia and Hyundai. I saw that, right. Because their cars are being stolen in Chicago. Instead of arresting the criminals who are stealing the cars, right. instead of locking them up behind bars, right, it's no, it's Kia's fault, it's Hyundai's fault, because they don't have enough security features on their car. Because they make them too easy to steal. <laughs> Excuse me, that's, I mean, come on, man. Now, that's what, at the beginning of this show, this is what I'm talking about. This is the yeah. bull crap I'm talking about that right. just becomes so exhausting after a while. Yes. It's the car manufacturer's <laughs> fault. Why didn't I see this? Right. Of course it's, it's their not the fault. Criminal's They're too fault. damn easy to steal. That's what they, that's what, it's exactly what the lawsuit says. And they said, you know, as soon as the, the social media went out and showed how easy it was to steal a Kia, thefts of Kia went up, and that's Kia's fault. Of course. So, well, it's a way of not dealing with your own faults. It's a way of dealing with, with, with of not dealing with the fact that it's your own policies and your own prosecutors that are allowing this to happen. Of course, absolutely. It has nothing to do with the manufacturer of the freaking car, man. That's ludicrous. Well, that's, uh, see, but that's where we are, right? It's, yes. It's to blame the victim. I, I remember last year we had that young, uh, beautiful mama who was in Memphis. Oh, she went yeah. out at 4 a.m., was jogging at 4 a.m. She got killed, raped, and, and murdered in Memphis. And people were blaming her, saying, what are you doing out running at 4 a.m.? And I see, I, man, I push back against that. She ought to be able to run 24 hours a day, anytime, day, night, weekends, holidays, wherever she is, she ought to be able to do that. And people in Chicago or any other city ought to be able to leave their cars open, unlocked, not have to worry about it. That's the way it ought to be. But because we coddle and baby the criminals, you get more of what you reward. Well, they must want it. They must want all this crime. They must want all this stuff going on because that's not a reasonable solution in any way, shape, or form. And, again, it allows you to disassociate yourself from the real causes of this stuff. And we all know what those causes are. Okay, life is crummy in these liberal-run cities. They have prosecutors who, who have this, uh, you know, this, uh, what do you call it, evolved uh, sentencing or progressive sentencing they let him out immediately. Who is this guy McManus was talking about that shot these cops the other day? Just about to talk about that. Uh, this guy should have been in jail, but he wasn't. So, you know, I, I guess you could blame the manufacturers of the AR he used. Yeah. Maybe the manufacturers of the car that he leapt into and drove away. Well, in. that's what Democrats think. You know, uh, maybe that'll do something, but right. it won't. It's ridiculous. Well, and so here on that story... It, it actually went viral. It went uh, right. worldwide. It was on Fox News this weekend. Yeah. They had Bill on, on Fox News. And he said, look, one of the concerning aspects surrounding the shooting of our officers 
The suspect was out on two bonds for a year despite committing more crimes and being rearrested and wanting on three different warrants. Why wasn't he in jail? Why weren't the bonds increased? People want to know. He said, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. Well, really, Bill, if you want to point the fingers at anybody, go down to the DA's office, stand on top of his desk, and ask him what, <laughs> why the hell this guy was, was released. Now, the assistant DA was asked that question. The assistant DA just said, well, we don't have anything. We recommend a bond, but the judge is the one who has the final say-so. That's a political bullcrap answer. Yes, it is. Because prosecutors and defense attorneys, they work out the deal. They present it to the judge. They just did this with Hunter Biden. They present it to the judge, and 9.9 times out of 10, the judge goes along with it because they work the deal out. Right, Right. The judge just, you know, signs off and says yes. So if anybody's to blame for this, it's the Soros-elected DA's office in Bear County for allowing this guy to get off and be back out on the streets where he could shoot cops. Well, it's happening all across the country. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, how many how many times a week do we we can't possibly even fit them all on the air? It's happening so much now, where you have somebody who commits a horrible crime and they should have been in jail. They were on three and four different warrants, three and four different bonds. Nothing happened, and it's uh, this may come as a shock to some of you liberal idiots, but apparently, when you allow criminals to commit crimes, they commit more, <laughs> right? And they get progressively worse, actually, if you think about it. So, you know, I, I'm glad McManus is on board now and he's saying something about it publicly. But, uh, you know, ultimately what's going to happen? Uh, the prosecutor's going to go right, or the DA's going to go right back to letting people go. We probably have people on the streets in this town every single day, 365 days a year, who shouldn't be on the streets. My recommendation to Bill McManus is to go see the DA and ask him why that guy was out. Just and, ask him. And I would literally do the Nick Cage thing and jump up on his desk. <laughs> yes! And just stand on his desk and look. <laughs> yes! Bill's a tall dude, too. He really is, man. Don't he's bop your head on the ceiling there, but get up on the man's desk. He's six threes in great shape. I'd climb up on the desk and I'd go, I want answers. And yeah. you got the answers and I want them. <laughs> you know, make something happen, man. They shot at your cops, dude. Yeah, two of them. Two of them. One of them lost his eye. One of them lost his eye. And I, I just heard this morning, if he's forced into retirement due to that, he may not have the funds to be able to carry on. He's going to have to have some, some assistance. So anyway. madness. All right, let me tell you about Safe Showers and the great people over at Safe Showers to take care of you, and that's uh, Chris and Joan Edlin. Uh, wonderful people that uh, heart of gold. I mean, really want you to have a wonderful experience in your brand new safe shower. This is how it works. They sit down with you and work you through the process of designing your own shower the way you want it to look and feel. They build that shower, and then when it's completed, they call you up and they come in, and in two days or less, usually on average it's about a day and a half, they install your brand new safe shower and it's ready to go from the get-go. It looks gorgeous. You've got a great deal right now because they're taking a thousand dollars off. Plus, they have wonderful financing. If you mention Trey at KTSa, they just know what they're doing. This is a low step-up entry. Uh, grab bars if you want them. Seating and shelving if you want that. It's just a, a non-slip floor. It's a very safe experience, but it really transforms the look of your shower as well into something that's really beautiful that you can be proud of. Safe showers at 210-655-1111. Imagine getting an impressive cash.